Alan Cohen, Being Your Authentic Self, subtitled Life, Let It Be Easy, The Struggle Is Not Required. This is episode 86 on Alternative Health Tools podcast. So I'm here with the amazing one and only Alan Cohen. Welcome and thank you for joining us today. Hi, Lisa. So we've <clears throat> been at the Sula Palooza this weekend and there's been some amazing speakers and yourself included. And one of the things I took away from yesterday when I heard you speak was um, out of all the books that you've written, which have been many, are we up to 27 now? Something like that. Yeah. You know, you, you, there was something that you mentioned there, and it was that you you didn't write them; they came through you. Mm, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm inspired. I feel like spirit, whether it's my guides or angels or great God Almighty out there somewhere, whoever it is, gives me seed ideas, mm-hmm. and it's my job to flesh them out and make them palatable and understandable and doable on the earth. So I'm kind of like a, a recording secretary. I love that. And you said that yesterday, recording yeah. secretary. So I guess the question is, you know, for our listeners out there, how do you, what's your background? How did you get into this line of work and why? Um, what's your why? I've always been on a spiritual path somehow. Uh-huh. Even when I was age 14, I took up Judaism because it meant something to me. Wow. And then in my early 20s, I found yoga, and I studied with a number of yoga masters. Uh, lots of wonderful teachers have found me. I don't go looking for them, but they get I get connected. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yes. And I found A Course in Miracles, and mm-hmm. that really meant a lot to me. And so uh, it's been an ongoing evolution of discovery and figuring stuff out and learning from trials and errors, more errors than I care to admit, but mm-hmm. it's all its all part of it. It's all part of our journey, isn't yeah, it? And yeah. we've all got moments in our lives that, you know, one of the things when I talk to my clients is I say there's never bad times, there's mm-hmm. only good times and lessons. And it's yeah. what can we learn from those lessons? Yeah. And how can we use that to help more people, I guess? Yeah. Because when we felt that pain and we've had that lesson, yeah. we can translate that into something positive. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I often say that every minus is half of a plus oh, that's waiting that. for a stroke of vertical awareness. Oh, wow. That's and amazing. So sometimes the most challenging experiences are the ones that force us to look inward and think more about who we really are, what we're doing here, and they catapult us forward. So there's there's really no moment on the spiritual path that is vacant of meaning and purpose. Everything leads us to where we are and where we need to go. And it's all part of our journey, isn't it? It's all connected. Yeah. So I guess on your journey, what have been like key points for you that have kind of been moments of we've talked about aha moments this weekend Mm. haven't we have there been any like pinpoints i mean obviously everything's important and and helps us on our journey but have there been any defining moments that we can share with our listeners many uh 
One that comes to mind is when I was in college, I went to what they called in those days a human relations retreat. And you basically went off and went to a cabin with people and you talked about your feelings and you communicated. And at that time, I was very much in my head. I was a college student. I was intellectual. I was playing games. I, I wasn't really present in my body or in my heart. And this was like a marathon weekend. We just spent hours and hours with the same group of people. And I was kind of BSing. I was laying my story out without much substance. And then at the end of the, <laughs> the last night of the weekend, it was like an all-nighter, somebody said to me, Alan, how are you feeling? And I said, I feel comfortable. And somebody looked at me and said, we don't look very comfortable to me. And somebody else said, you don't look comfortable to me either. And when there are 11 people in the group besides me and they all said, you don't seem very comfortable to me, I realized that I hadn't fooled anybody. And so this little voice in my head said, you know, it's okay, Alan, you can let go. You can just be yourself. And I said, you know what? I haven't really been very comfortable in this group at all. And everybody went, yay, told the truth finally. And I know it sounds like a little tiny moment, but it was a shift for me where I realized that my presentation and my social image management Mm -hmm. was not really working. (laughs) I, I had fooled no one except myself. And so I realized that when I'm authentic and I am myself and I speak my truth, then that brings me rewards far greater than playing a game and trying to be somebody I'm not. So that's not like a real cosmic experience, but for me it was a a real turning point where I made a decision that I could be myself and I would succeed far more than if I was somebody else. And when you made that decision and had that defining moment about being authentic rather yeah. than trying to put this face on that we all do, yeah. don't we? Because yeah. there's, there's different faces. There's a face that we have in our own thoughts and our own hearts, yeah. there's a face that our family and friends may see, and then yeah. there's a face we put onto the world. Exactly. But when yeah. we go back into our hearts and our authentic self, yeah. that's where I think the magic happens, doesn't yeah. it? So what was, the, what was the change that you saw in yourself when you went back to your authentic self? Well, I started to speak my truth, and I started to trust that what I was was good enough, and I quit trying to impress people and play games and manipulate, and I just... I just decided that um, if I could just relax and be myself, then things would work out far better. And it catapulted me onto this huge spiritual adventure where I began to study with teachers and healers and psychologists and went to groups and went to Zen and went to Christianity meetings and went to, you know, it's just like this whole world opened to me that I did not know was available because I was busy living in this little box. And suddenly, you know, my world the potential in my world just expanded infinitely, which led me to writing books, to teaching. And, you know, it's just amazing what one decision to live authentically can lead to. It was endless. It's still going on. I love that. And from my experience, when I started living authentically, mm-hmm. things start just happening. Yeah. It's, it's not, when I was trying to be somebody else and trying to have that face and, yeah. you know, um, show up as someone who I thought the world needed to see, and yeah. you know the the brave lady who achieved, who yeah. got qualifications, and I wasn't living my authentic self, yeah. and it felt like hard work. Yeah. And when I just dropped to my heart and started living my authentic self, just felt a lot easier. Mm. 
No, that's the way it is. It you know, is, it's it? it's always easier to be what you are because so of what why? God made you to be. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. That's that's why we're all here. And um, you know, like you say, God made us to be like yeah, that. Yeah. So I guess, what do you think? You know, is the biggest challenge for people in that they're not being their authentic selves? What do you think the biggest challenge is? Well, it all comes back to fear. Mm -hmm. You know, A Course in Miracles tells us that every moment we're either choosing between fear and love. Mm -hmm. And so when we've been programmed to be afraid mm -hmm. that if we are ourselves, we're going to be punished, we start to develop these huge defense systems and huge facades and huge armoring that we think is protecting us, but it's really trapping us. Mm. And so, um, you know, if people could just choose self-trust rather than self-judgment or self-honoring instead of self-proving, then everything changes. It, it all, everything, comes, everything that doesn't work comes back to fear, mm. and everything that does work comes back to love. And I love what you say there. It's either fear or love, and it's yeah. which would you choose? At every moment. And every moment in every time. Moment, of course yeah. we would choose love, wouldn't we? Yeah. So when we're not choosing love and we're in that fearful pet place, which is coming from a place of lack yeah. and scarcity yeah. and, yeah. you know, what, fearful that you might not have enough money or the right yeah. partner or the right job yeah. or whatever it may be. And, you know, it's real, isn't it, when you're feeling that feeling, yeah. and I've felt it. Sure. But like when you say, you take that step back and you say, well, what would I choose? I'd choose love. Yeah. And when you're in that feeling of love, that's where the magic happens, I guess, isn't it? That's not just a guess, it's true. <laughs> so for our listeners out there, if, if they're feeling fearful and they're stuck and they're saying, yeah, that makes total sense, I should come from a place of love mm. and my authentic self and... I get that that's where the magic happens, mm. but they're feeling stuck in fear. Have yeah. you got any advice to them that would help them start on their journey? Yeah. Um, you have to notice how you're feeling when fear has overtaken you. Because it takes a lot of convincing to make believe that fear feels good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it just doesn't. Mm -hmm. And you have to be really honest about where your pain is because that's the first step to peeling it away. Then you have to ask yourself, okay, if I were not afraid, what would I be doing differently? Mm. If I trusted myself, what would I be doing differently? If I love myself, what would I be doing differently? And you start to get back in touch with the real you that has not been engulfed by fear. And that that start that vision it just starts out as an idea, but eventually it's a reality because that's who you were anyway. So self awareness is really big, important as important, and so is honesty, and and also holding and building the vision of our highest and truest self, and and recognizing that that's that's where we belong. That's what we came to do. And I guess just drop into your heart and listening to what your heart wants yeah. rather than what society tells us we should do or yeah. conform. It should, could, would. They're really yeah. quite negative words, aren't they? Because yeah. then we're always thinking we need more, but actually we just need to be our true, authentic we selves. We need to go in. You know, we've all gone out a lot yeah. more than we know. We've, we've searched the world for the mate and the money and the house and the fame. And it's very limited returns on that. No, but when you go in and you drop into your heart and, and connect with your spirit, then there are rewards that the outer world can never deliver. 
And I love what you say there, because when you go in and connect with your heart, that's where the rewards are. That's where the feelings are. That's where our treasure chest is, isn't it? And yes, it's okay to have the external things, but when we're striving for external things, what are we looking for? I guess a feeling. And that's within. Yeah, we're looking for the feeling that we can get just by going in. And you use that word treasure chest. I mean, what a lovely expression because the treasure's in your chest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's where the, yeah. all the good stuff is, the real yeah. gold. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess what we're saying to our listeners is just drop to your heart and yeah. listen to your true authentic self and just, yeah. I guess, just see where that takes you because it doesn't have to be a big epiphany moment, does mm. it? And, you know, they might still be in their same lives, in the same relationships, in their same jobs for a while. Mm. But it's just starting that awakening process. Mm. And it's okay to start thinking about your true authentic self and who would you be? What would that look like? How would that feel? And just let that take you on a journey. Yes. And, and, you know, we all have guidance. Mm -hmm. And the guidance speaks to us through our heart. And, you know, journey is one step at a time. And you may not know what your ultimate life's purpose is or what your profession is or what your mate is, but there's always one little baby step you could take. And spirit never denies that of us. Mm -hmm. Spirit doesn't tease us. Mm -hmm. And there's always at least one little thing you do that would move in the direction of your true self. And that one thing leads to the next and the next. And so... um God is not a demanding God. I know religions teach that God is, but, you know, I think God loves us more than we understand. You don't don't like the word God, higher power, spirit, whatever, Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, that there's always something we can do on our behalf, and it's always shown to us. Like, if you ask sincerely and say, okay, what's next? What would you have me do? You get an answer, either inside or outside. You get an answer. So that's really powerful, isn't it? It's yeah. just, if, if you don't know what to do, I guess, it's just ask. Yeah, show me. <laughs> just show me a sign. Sure. Yeah, I mean, if, you're, if you're sincere and you really willing to be shown, I, I, you know, I can tell you many stories about how I've gotten signs and because I, I really wanted to know. Just show me. And you can't demand what the answer is before you ask the question. Yeah. You can't say, give me a sign as long as it's her. <laughs> yeah. You know, you say, give me a sign, but show me. If it's her, great. If not, then I'm sure there's something else. So what's one of the most fun signs you've ever been given that's kind of made you laugh out loud and go, okay, I hear you loud and clear. That's yeah. a real loud sign, and I've, I've got it now. I, um, I had to move my office at one point, and I found an alternative. And it was okay, but not great. It was in the middle of a busy area of the city and it was small it was expensive but i was kind of under the gun i had to move so i said yes and a couple of weeks went by and the real estate agent had not given me a lease a contract yet so i called him up i said what's going on he said well the landlord read one of your books and he doesn't like your philosophy oh. <laughs> so he's not going to rent you oh wow i said isn't that illegal he said yeah but what are you going to do so i figured it was a sign you know like uh-huh. there's a phrase um, man's rejection is God's protection. Oh, wow. So when somebody, a person rejects you, it means that you're being redirected elsewhere. Rejection is redirection. Yeah, rejection is one, yeah. and redirection, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that day I was driving home, and I live in Hawaii, and there was a kind of a side road I'd rarely taken, and the voice said, just take the scenic route today. So I took the scenic route, and as I'm driving along, there's a storefront, and there's a for rent sign on it. 
It's cool. So I went in, and the lady, the lovely lady, and it had been a Tai Chi studio, <laughs> and the rent was half of what it was in the city, and it was 10 minutes from my house in the middle of the jungle. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So we, um, I rented that. We worked there for many years. And it was such a blessing that that other place rejected me because I didn't really like it anyway. It was mm -hmm. kind of a compromised place. Mm -hmm. And the universe was saying, no, no, we're not going to let you settle for compromise. We're going to let you settle for something that really belongs to you. And so the whole chain of events was really putting me in my right place. It was a wonderful thing. It's just it's humbling to think about. Wow. And I guess for me, when, you know, I've experienced, you know, manifesting things, it's, it's so easy when it shows up, isn't it? It just mm, feels right. Yeah. Like you're saying there, the yeah. first place didn't feel right. It felt like a compromise. Yeah. So I guess if anybody's feeling out there that life's a little bit hard mm -hmm. and it's a bit of a challenge and it's hard work, mm -hmm. then they're probably not being their authentic yeah. self and they're probably yeah. being gently encouraged to be redirected. Yeah. Right. Sometimes not so gently. Sometimes you get a two by four in your face. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, somebody, <laughs> if you're totally resistant, you need a big whack. Yes. But if you're more open, you get a gentle whisper. But, you know, it, it, it's it's like life is always trying to get us into our right place. Mm -hmm. and, and it'll do whatever it needs to do to get us there. So this is why meditation or prayer or journaling or some kind of spiritual practice is so important because – it, it kind of lines you up with your true self and your guidance, and then things fall a lot more smoothly than if you were just kind of whacking around hoping something good comes. And we talk about meditation, journaling, and prayer. Mm -hmm. So they're tools that people can use to help them mm -hmm. on their journeys. Mm -hmm. How do people get started if they've not done meditation, journaling, or prayer? Is there like little that like we talk about baby steps? What can mm -hmm. they, what's the simple things that they can just do on a daily basis that would maybe help? Yeah. Well, walking in nature, most people feel healed to walk in nature because it's, it's high vibration. Mm -hmm. uh, reading books that are uplifting or watching uplifting movies versus dramas or horror movies. Um, but you know, if you're really interested, I mean, with the internet and global interconnectedness, it's so easy to find teachings these days. So, you know, you could pray and say, where's my teacher? Where's my group? Where's my book? Uh, where do I belong? And, you know, the law of attraction is real. And the law of attraction really draws to us what we're up to and what we need and what, what works for us. So, uh, I'm not a big fan of trying to fight for your right place in life. I think if you just get a sense of it and ask and be, stay open, then you know what you need will find you. You may have to make exert some effort, but it's not a strain. It's more like fun adventure rather than, oh, I'm kind of clawing my way up the mountainside. Yeah, so rather than it being difficult, it's just a journey yeah. that flows. Yeah, life is supposed to flow. It's not supposed to be difficult. All, in all my books, I say, let it be easy. Struggle is not required. I love that. What a great quote. <laughs> and out of all your amazing books, what book would you recommend somebody start with? If I mean, obviously, different people mm -hmm. are going to be drawn to different books, but is yeah. there one that would be a good book for them to just pick up and get started? Yeah, my book is called I Had It All the Time. Mm -hmm. I Had It All the Time. And it came a time in my life when I had realized that searching and searching and searching was not going to do it. But going in and claiming that the power I was seeking is already within me, mm -hmm. 
that was more empowering than being an eternal seeker. So there's a lot of good essays in the book about self-empowerment and finding what you're looking for inside. Wow, I love that. Go and get yourself a copy, guys. That'll be a fantastic read. Is there anything else you want to share with our readers? Is there anything you feel like there's a message to give to us? I think each of us has a a divine purpose, a divine mission. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be a missionary or a teacher or a healer. You know, if you're a mother or a van driver or a waitress or a student or a tech support agent or a code writer, I mean, wherever you find yourself, there are ways to infuse spirit in whatever you're doing. You know that if you call certain companies and you get a good tech support person, they'll love you and support you and walk you through the process and be kind to you. Others are kind of gruff and they don't want to be bothered and are not qualified. And so I think it's really important that we use every interaction of life as an opportunity to connect and support and serve and and come from our heart. You know, I, I talked to some wonderful mortgage agents who are just heartful people and it's fun to be with them. So look, we're, we're on this planet Earth. We have our hardships. We have our, you know, what's going on. So why not make? Why not lift each other? You know, why not have some fun? Why not relieve each other's mm-hmm. suffering instead of adding to it? And so, you know, kindness, kindness is huge, and all all social kindness begins with self kindness. And most of my clients could use a good dose of self kindness. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of coaching, and most people are hard on themselves. They're judgmental on themselves. They think they're never enough. And I think just to get a massage or take a good bath or go to a good movie or eat a good meal or just hang out with somebody you love. You know, those forms of kindness to self really soothe the soul and they open the door to greater vision of whatever you're, whatever you're supposed to be doing in the world. So, you know, begin with lighting up, lightening up on yourself and trusting yourself and do what makes you happy. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but do, you know, do what soothes you and You'll end, up be a so- you'll end up being a soother to the world. I love that, and that soother. And that so- it starts with the self-kindness, because if we don't love ourselves, how can we then give love to yeah, other people? It's yeah. you, you know, if our cup's empty of love, how can we give love to other people? And it starts yeah. with ourselves and putting our own oxygen mask on first, doesn't it? And just, yeah, taking time to love yourself, like you say, whether it's a bath, whether it's a walk in nature, mm-hmm. and just start connecting with your true authentic self and, mm-hmm. and, and doing what you, makes your heart sing, like you're saying, do more of what makes you happy. And then yeah. when you're doing that, you're on purpose, whether, yeah. like you say, it's being a mother or something to do with a career. It doesn't have to be anything big, does mm-hmm. it? It just has to be coming from the heart. Yeah. And talking to yourself, I guess, as if you would talk to your best friend, yeah. Because quite often we don't talk we to say ourselves. Unkind things to ourselves, <laughs> we don't do. we? Yeah. 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 Wow. I, I just absolutely love your energy mm. and it's been such a pleasure talking mm. to you. And I'm sure that our listeners are going to get so much value from mm. this. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And everybody else's heart for being with us today. You're doing wonderful things and all your listeners are very blessed. I know you bring a very high consciousness to your listeners. So thank bravo. You. Bravo. Thank you very much.